0: Don't think I wasn't listening. Pete Donaldson here on the Luke and Pete show. Back for another week. I've been away for a couple of weeks. You've had a boy who likes food and a boy who likes YouTube. And you, my friend, Luke, have been really, really playing up with your new friend. Really
1: playing up with your new friends. I'm a boy who likes food more than anyone.
0: Being a silly boy, slating me, something chronic. I've been listening. (laughs) You're in trouble. It became a bit of a retrospective
1: (coughs) on Pete Donaldson, the man. A little review.
0: Yeah. With one man who knows me fairly well and one man I think I've seen, you know, a few times. Oh, in
1: my I life. think the I oh, was definitely there was definitely a I um, felt sorry for Jack having to yeah. review a man who you know, we are acquaintances more yeah. than friends, yeah. I would say. I like him a lot, but um there was yeah. there was definitely an element with Jack for the first five minutes or so where he didn't really feel comfortable slagging you off. But we warmed into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, he warmed yeah, into yeah, the yeah, task. Yeah. I said, Don't worry yeah. about it, Jack, it'll be fine. Don't worry. Yeah. He's seen me play football. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Has he really? Yeah, I played a couple of matches with them. Jack, any good? Jack's excellent. I'm is terrible.
1: It? Yeah, I know, I know what you're like. I'm just asking what Jack. <laughs> I know what you're like.
0: <laughs> That's why my neck hurts. I've really
1: hurt my neck, Luke. Ow! So let's let, let's let people behind the curtain... Ow! E- ease... this is, I was about to say, let's ease them back in, but obviously you're not going to let us do that. <clears throat> let's ease them back into having a peak dance back on the show again, something yeah. we should all be celebrating. Mm-hmm. You sent me a message last night. It was a photo of you lying down in front of your TV, on your back, mm-hmm. with one eye closed, and it just said, I've hurt my neck and I can't move.
0: I was watching, I think Arsenal were 3-0 up at the time against Mm. Newcastle United, and I was sort of lying on the floor. Oh, I woke woke up at 7, fine, went back to sleep, woke up at 8, agony. Right. I think someone got to me. Yeah,
1: maybe they got to you in your sleep. Someone got to me in my sleep. How are you finding your routine now? I've got a wry neck.
0: Um, um, I'm back, my uh, jet lag uh, was fine in the end, so Mm -hmm. everything's fine, everything's cool.
1: Is the neck thing affected do you think by it was it brought on by our line bike adventure <laughs> could
0: be we had a meeting somewhere at
1: two o'clock was it it was at two it was at two it was at one thirty and we right. thought it was two thirty yes i say we i told you it was two thirty because i looked at it mistakenly mm. and this is not a reflection on you at all but it does give people an insight into what you're like you just didn't bother checking you just trusted me no because didn't it, check it. yeah
0: i didn't check well I, why would i need to check a person who's really really good at like that sort of thing mm. The day I start checking is the day I'd waste lots of time.
1: The day we've lost our trust in this relationship. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I, 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 I made a mistake anyway.
0: anyway. But but I was checking my calendar when I was in uh, Tokyo, and that is a fool's errand. If you're ever in a different time zone and you're checking your calendar to see what you've got on, it's a nightmare. You don't know where when things are happening. It it, it goes across days. Why am I having a meet at 3 a.m. someone with someone in London? It's confusing. So we're in uh, the office, and we have to be... Somewhere that is around
1: about forty-five minutes away. Nah, nah,
0: what do you mean? Probably half an hour. Probably half an half an hour at a canter, I would say. Bit bit in you.
1: If the stars align for you, it's half an hour.
0: Yeah, exactly. But give you you'd give yourself forty-five minutes minimum for that kind of trip.
1: So we, we had to. Part of that is a ten-minute walk to the train station. Mm-hmm. So we had to get out of the office as quick as we could. We had about. We, we weren't going to make it on time, but we could. We could have limited the damage. <laughs> and then we got outside the office. Pete found a line bike. Now, for those outside of London or New York or whatever, it's a bike that you can leave anywhere. Then, with an app, you can unlock it and mm. you can ride it and drop it off where you want to drop it off. Yeah, I think you can take photos and use your app, don't you, and stuff like that. Mm. Um, Pete said to me, "I can get two of these on this app. Yeah. You get on this one, and I'll get on that one because there was luckily two out there. It was re- mm. it was very serendipitous. Mm. Um, when I got on one, though, you started." I'm mental, I I can't get another one. I can't get the one. next
0: one. I can't. I can't get a group ride. I can only get one. I can only unlock one. One at the uh, at one time. So um, we were forced, ladies and gentlemen, to commandeer one electric or hybrid bike. bike yeah, push, uh, bike. T- push bike together. Uh, me sat on the back uh, on the bumpy battery. Um, it it was not a dignified uh, image.
1: <laughs> it was a, it was one of the funniest things I've ever it done. It took
0: us back to when we cared about each other.
1: I think. Yeah, it was. It it was quite playful, wasn't it? It was, yeah. It took
0: us back to us dicking about yeah,
1: ten years ago, because you we first were starting mean, a relationship. You're in quite a lot of pain. Mm. The whole situation was ridiculous. Yeah, people you, were looking at us. You kept saying to me, "Don't go over speed bumps because it's too painful." Well, d- I, like, well, just, I can't I'll not d- go over speed bumps. Well, speed. just tell
0: me when the speed bumps are coming, and it was agonizing, absolutely agonizing. And my hands were under your bum.
1: Yeah, they were. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: And uh, that damaged my hands.
1: And then we made it to the to the meeting with about ten minutes late, and uh, you almost had a ha- an asthma attack mm. because you were so tired, and we were out of breath, mm. and. It wasn't. A, it wasn't the most dignified. Um, dignified, no. Mm-hmm. Um, but the whole thing is is, cool. is probably what's causing your neck to be it's painful probably, now. It's probably all speed bumps. Is that? Is you that? Probably, you reckon com- that's related to your you've neck? You probably
0: compressed my uh, my neck in some, some you've got way. Got a compressed spine. I it's expect. probably the foot. It's probably the football pitch on Saturday. Because a big boy. We played seven aside. Big boy. <clears throat> about about as tall as you and ten times as wide as you. Um, <laughs> Stood on my foot with studs now, and there's no escaping from stud abuse, really. And and it's like it's seven aside, mate. Why are you wearing big old studs? Stupid. Um, But um, so so I've hurt my hands under your bum, and I've hurt my neck under your um, steam, and I've hurt my foot. under uh, under, a, under a big boy's... Um, studs, You're a walking so. wounded today. I'm walking wounded. How I've, was I've, your... Um... I, 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 was so, I was so smooth getting back into civvy civ- life after uh, after my trip away. Oh, I got you a
1: present. Oh, oh thanks. Uh, I was about to ask how you thought they was, but was, you got me a present.
0: <clears throat> I was in Niigata, which is uh, famous for uh, a brewery. There's a brewery, Saki Brewery there, and I was um, in there do you know what a Gachapon machine is? No. It's a capsule machine. Uh, it's like, a, like an old school. In, in this country, you'd buy a bouncy ball from it. You, you'd put, oh, yeah, yeah, put, yeah, yeah. Put yeah. 20p in. Twist <laughs> it around, yeah. Comes out. Yeah. Very big in Japan, uh, but they're all kind of one-off, kind of short-run silicon or plastic toys. Right. All right, so they're quite creative. It's quite artistic, but it's just plastic tat. Anyway, uh, <laughs> they had one of these uh, machines in uh, a brewery. And I said, "This is. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put um 100. I think it was like 300 yen. I'm gonna put 300 yen in about two pounds fifty. And you had the chance of winning either a big bottle of sake, um, some um tinned goods, some byproducts from sake, this kind of like uh, mealy thing that you can put into um soups and stuff, or a um a really cheap plastic um um sake glass. Okay. So I said to myself, whatever comes out." Luke is going to get, and Luke, all right. you've received a really cheap piece of plastic Whoa, thanks. that you can drink sake from.
1: When you said that there, I thought, oh my god, I might have got the bottle of sake, that would be brilliant.
0: <laughs> well, let's
1: have a look. Is well, this, you can buy your own bottle of sake. It's like it's like a cube, it's completely square. It's like a little, yeah, that's, what, that's how you drink. Um, so I imagine the sake go. glass to be like a little shot glass or something.
0: Mm, yeah, so some of them are round, some of them are square. So there you go.
1: Oh, that's cool! I like it. I yeah. will take a photo of it for the um, for the listeners. The Instagram it yeah, says no, "Imayo Sukasa" on it. Cool. Sukasa means your house in Spanish. <laughs> <It's> spelled differently. <laughs> also, um,
0: Sukasa means uh, uh well, casa means umbrella in Japanese. Does it? Thank you very much, Peter. I'm right? very touched. I think that might be the first right. time you
1: bought me a present back from your well, holiday. It's, it's
0: more just I don't remember things. Did you have a nice time? It's good. Uh, went to the snow festival. That was fun. Went to. Um, I, I, I sort of felt like I'd done nothing right throughout the holidays I'd kind of slept for, there was a good couple of days where I'd slept all day mm. and it was lovely but I was very much kind of waking up at 5pm going oh I've wasted it haven't I that was so you have to live
1: by night in the shadows like a nighttime Batman. economy yeah <laughs> is that what you were doing just, you were going out all night it was
0: good. no I was just I was going out taking some pictures I enjoyed I enjoyed taking the odd, odd pic uh, and, um, but then the last two days I, I hooked up with um, Chris Broad who's the Broad and Japan podcast that I do on the Stokano Network and um, he took me he was doing some filming with some um, seaweed farmers, right? So we went out, cool. We went out on, on the high seas with some seaweed farmers, and it was um,
1: oh yeah, you sent it was pictures. Really exciting,
0: like it's just these men who go out at like seven in the morning. I mean, I'm thinking you could do this anytime. Like the seaweeds, just there, isn't it? Yeah. What's the reason
1: for fishermen? I think, and seaweed farmers to go out so early, just market. Got to get to market. Ah, oh, there we go. it, it so yeah. But,
0: but with some of the seaweed, um, they take it back immediately and boil it and send it to the supermarket. Uh, but the rest of the seaweed it goes straight and fresh to the restaurants that they own, so they 've got this kind of like holistic approach to they, they own a couple of um uh, they own a couple of restaurants in in Shinjuku mm-hmm. and so it, this seaweed uh i mean it 's not the main constituent of a meal but obviously in Japanese uh, food and Japanese culture it's quite it's quite important mm-hmm. uh, they take the the seaweed and it's um, and it's and it 's served up the same day in Tokyo. Um even though it's like two hours away. That's cool. It's it, it did you, was did you get to taste something? It was really good. Yeah, it just straight off the thing. It was like really fresh and delicious and, and and it was just amazing seeing just being completely emasculated by some rugged older men, uh, you know, sixty year old Met Blocks who've yeah. been been um farming seaweed for for for, for years. It happens out a lot on the sea.
1: that kind of stuff when you do mm. our job, doesn't it? Like, oh, you, you come yeah. into contact with anyone practical.
0: Especially football side as well, like men who like, you know, uh, who tend the grass at like uh Romford or something you're like oh you've got a proper job
1: they've got a good so i think i'm i'm probably robust enough at least outwardly yeah to kind of at a very very basic level Mm. them not to be openly sort of disdainful of me right okay but um they always that thing they kind of look at you like that side you up and think i think can he let me look at his hands i remember Mm. when i remember when um you know my granddad occasionally will touch my hand or shake his hand or whatever. Touch my hand. Yes, like, well, you shake his hand yeah. or whatever. Yeah, he have a little chuckle at how soft my hands are. Yeah, he, yeah. I think he just thinks I've never done a day's work in my life, which I probably haven't by his standards. People have gloves now. I mean, me, he, me. he was in I the mean... war. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the thing. When I go people to the supermarket gloves. and I see people stacking the shelves, particularly in the chilled department, right. they've always got gloves on. I was never given gloves when I was doing that job. There's um, When I used to work in
0: a Leicester um, order picking factory for Tesco's, there would be Not like you'd be in like a a refrigerated factory. I mean, I can't imagine the carbon footprint of of refrigerating an entire factory, but then there was a deep freeze section as well. And these men would be wearing massive, like, um, romper suits and big gloves and and, and balaclavas and stuff. And they'd be order picking for the really fresh fish and stuff like that. Yeah, um, that that, that was frozen and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, like a a proper job, so to speak. I also went to a, a building. Uh, in the middle of nowhere, that was uh, in one of the m- main uh, areas that were affected by the um, tsunami in 2011. Yeah, of course. Eleven, I think it was.
1: Um, <clears throat> went up. Um, the Boxing five, Day one. The the the, the, one, the that, one that affected Thailand and the rest of it. No, no, no. The oh. one the one that killed like oh the Fukushima the, one. Yeah, yeah. Fukushima, okay, sure, one, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, sorry, so yeah, The yeah. one that
0: killed everyone. Um, the, um, there was, it was it was a five star. Basically, it, they were terraforming the whole area. Mm. Now this whole area is owned by this hotel. They were terraforming the whole area uh, to make it something like you know fucking ten feet, twelve sorry, ten meters, twelve meters um, higher than it actually was. So they're spending all this money, they're bringing all this money to 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 terraform it. But then in the middle, they had this building um, that was like a bit of a a bit of like an outpost. Um, This this old kind of um, wedding venue uh, and and like function room basically. This is a building that that sort of stands alone um, and it's a wreck. It's an absolute wreck. It's in bits. Yeah. But it's, um, it's five stories high, and it saved something like 270 or 320 people. Cool. And it was like, basically, the, the waters obviously raised so high, the, the, on, on the day that the, the actual um, tsunami happened, um, there was a, a function on and it. There was like something like 300 um, elderly people mm. in, in, this, in this building having some kind of function. It was a birthday. It was like 50th, 60th birthday or something. And when the water started rolling in, the, the, the manager who was like an ex-fisherman, he was like, and he was like, nobody leave, because you're going to die. Nobody leave. And, and he, he prevented, like with security staff, prevented these elderly people from escaping from this building uh, and made them go onto the roof. And the water got so high, five, six stories high, mm. that it was like just about, like it was up to their knees still on on the roof. But he managed to save something like three hundred people and two dogs. (laughs) Wow! And 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 from all of this water and 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 I think it was two or three people. I think four people escaped and two of them died. So it was like this kind of very remote area. There wasn't much going on. And also, um, so it was really so. So this this building's been left to 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 rack and ruin, but just as like a testament, like a to sort of say this building saved a lot of people and it and it is and i love abandoned buildings i love anything that's like where nature has taken over a little bit but just going around and just seeing punch cards and pencils and um a shrine that's completely uh, the, the only thing that seemed to be intact in this wreck of a building all the wallpapers off all the toilets are smashed everything's a bit because like you know obviously all the rubble and the cars like smashed into the building and stuff everything's wrecked apart from this wooden shrine, and obviously, like Japanese um, wood, um, uh, like the the joints and stuff, are really technical and stuff. So they're quite they're quite solid. And it was the only thing that really hmm. survived in the whole thing. But this, it's weird seeing this kind of like the faded glamour of this wedding venue with the lifts and the, and then the kind of um, the, the, the cameras and stuff they used to have and stuff. It's just been taken over by bats. There's lots of like little bats everywhere. How did you find a, out about the building? Um, the the uh, Chris has a, a business partner who who basically he gets he he has a, a relationship with different prefectures who who want to advertise the fact that that you know you can come to this area and have a look around and see it's right. it's like almost like a museum to, to to what happened also like one of the fishermen who we went out with, with with to collect the seaweed he was out at sea when the tsunami hit and so he just right. had to see so just had to stay out he stayed out um what it swelled underneath him yeah it just so <laughs> and so obviously like it, it didn't break where he was so like right. it just swelled underneath him and he just stayed out for like a day and a half and then and then Back God, in, so you knew what was happening. So can, you ima- can you imagine what he came back? Crazy, to? yeah, it's crazy. What,
1: well, um, Pete, were they were they f- fairly fortunate that the building itself was able to sta- stay? Yeah, standing? yeah, massively. I mean, There's it was a gamble it, it, from that guy basically. nothing, I think. yeah. There was, but yeah, the I best think, chance we have is to stay here, yeah. It was think. a cement yeah. building, so like
0: compared to everything else that just got you know, all the wooden buildings, just splat, absolutely smashed, mm. smashed to pieces. But they were very, very lucky. There was, there was a school nearby where I think the, the sadly, the um. Every kid died. Like every right. the, the, the the teachers took them onto a fucking bridge. Um, and obviously, you know, in in that situation, you don't know what the fuck to do. do they instead, best? Of, yeah, 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 instead yeah. of taking them to the roof, they took them to the bridge, and three hundred kids died. It was like it was just insane, was like, awful. Of, and you awful. and you saw and and, and obviously so that school just sits there now, and it's yeah. just like. And I was like, have they not like rebuilt it all? You know, is there any? And he said, he said in real his friend just said there are no kids here. Because they yeah. all fucking died, and it's like, right.
1: wow, Jesus, that's crazy.
0: Isn't and that? that's you know, what was that nine years, you know, nine 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 odd years ago? Yeah,
1: yeah, it does make you think. All right, Pete, let's We're have off. a quick little, little break, and when we get back, we'll do some emails from our lovely listeners. It's great to have you back, my friend.
2: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers.
1: Get started today at plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash loss.
2: Gentlemen, this is
0: Democracy Manifest.
1: A man trying to avoid paying
0: for a delicious
1: Chinese meal there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is that? What's happened to him? <sighs> Should I do a, a Google News search of Julian Assange? <laughs> Been <laughs> him for ages. It's, it's What's a bit he been of a, up to? It's
0: a bit of a retro Luke and Pete Short, um Yeah, uh, reference, isn't it? Really? To that, isn't There's it? no, not, not much going. He's no, not really doing much. Gonna, he's been quiet, has he? He's yeah. quieter than he was when he was in the in the
1: embassy. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. I, I, he's I, on the lamb now. To be honest, I can't. I can't. I'm not going to do a deep dive in the sound. Live in the no. studio. I can't. Not I can't, live can't, in, in have the studio. That. Terry um, Miles has emailed in.
0: Oh, just do, you do the subjects first.
1: I was just going to say that um, Boise. Uh, from Only Fools and Horses, you need to bring up Played by John Chalice. Yeah. Um, is, He's uh, is given an interview to the Irish News last weekend. Also elsewhere in Worcester um, there was a quiz night that raised money for a village hall themed around Only Fools and Horses. Pete. I'll try and tell you in advance next time <laughs> so you so you can attend. Hello at com is the email address to get in touch with us. We also have Um, Some tweets this week as well. Do you want to do emails or do you want to do homework first? It's up to you. Question three.
0: It was a chandelier. Let's do homework first.
1: (laughs) Homework (laughs) was set by the inimitable Jack Dean. Mm. And it was a really good idea. He said, uh, text your parents or grandparents and ask them what they think the worst thing is about you. Uh, Most of these responses have come in the form of tweets. So I'll read a few of them out now. Um, Pete, presumably you spoke to your parents as well.
0: I texted my parents, yeah. We'll do yours really... at the end
1: then, mm. um, because that'll be, the, that'll be the highlight main event, because mm. everyone here listens is very familiar with your, your parents and your mm. relationship with them. Uh, Michelle got in touch and said, uh, and she's just posted the response from her mother, which is the following. Your potty mouth. I don't like it when you swear. It makes me sad. <laughs> oh. It's not ladylike. I and mean, we raised you better than that. You swear like a sailor. And I know because both my brothers were in the Navy. That's <laughs> good. Well, then she should understand. Um, Neeby got in touch and said, uh, my parents said that I'm able to sleep through almost anything. I've slept through two to three big earthquakes. And it always brought them trouble when they realized I'm not awake. Um, <laughs> what else here? Um... Finicky Fox on Twitter, mm-hmm. he's posted a screenshot, he or she has posted a, a screenshot of the um, of the conversation with their mother, saying, Mum, what's my worst trait? And she's just replies saying, listening. Which is <laughs> that's weird. Fair, Presumably that's fair. Which means not, not listening. Yeah, not listening, yeah. And um, Tom's been in touch, whose mother is called Susan. I know that because he's posted the screenshot of the phone text conversation as well. And Susan's just replied with, pernickety. Oh!
0: Pernickety. Yeah. Mm. That's usually what you would say about your parents, rather than the you know the offspring. pernickety.
1: Yeah, I don't really think it's a Mm. word you hear much anymore. No, very very much. Might be a lemony snickered. My my mum said that um, I I knew what she was going to say, and I said it to Jack last week, and I knew she'd say Mm -hmm. it to the point where I almost didn't need to send it. Yeah, Uh, she said that I don't call her enough. Right okay. But I speak to a lot twice a week, which I think right. is fair enough. Yeah, that is fair enough. For a man of of I, 39. That that's means, fair enough. I right.
0: ring uh, yeah, I ring my mum weekly, if not okay. if not twice a week. So have a bit of that, ma'am. Mm. Um uh yeah, I uh, asked that question to the family group. Um my mum replied a total lack of self-awareness. <laughs> I said, thanks, ma'am. Uh, could you go further? She said, uh, you have a self-destructive need to erect barriers after you've been emotionally damaged by someone being nasty at the checkout at Lidl when all you really need is a cuddle. <laughs> and I said, where's that come from? I don't think I've been to Lidl in the last 10 years. And uh, my mum came back with, dad was answering you with my phone. Oh. So my dad was being a, a little prick. That's amazing. Yeah, I don't, the, I don't know what the self-destructive need to erect barriers after you've been emotionally damaged. I don't... I don't I mean, he's talking. He he doesn't know me, and it doesn't make any sense. So I think you're just being. I think he'd be in the pub, to be honest. If I'm, if we're completely honest with ourselves, I, I, it's I, five I was, p.m. on a, on a Sunday.
1: Come I was on. too scared to do it in the WhatsApp family group because I right. think my sister would have piled in. Piled on me. in, yeah. Um, but Pete, I I, I think that um, I find it I find it curious because you are someone who I find impossible to predict. Mm. So I, I don't I. I, I think it does keep me interested. Yeah. I think the reason I've worked with you for so long is because I, if we have even if we have like a boring kind of admin issue to sort or mm. a business decision to make, I can never really know what you're going to, your opinion is going to be on it unless you until I see you and speak right. to you about it. So I find that quite interesting. It's like jazz. Whereas isn't it? To a family member, that might be quite unsettling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's well, like I jazz. Mean, you're like a jazz. You're like a
0: jazz colleague. Well, I mean, I mean, they're lucky that they will. I mean, they're probably wondering about how I'm going to bury them. Gonna be spectacular. Yeah. How, how are you going to do it? Feed them into a wood chipper.
1: No. Oh, I think like there's, a... I think there's laws around that. I think you've got to dispose really? of the body in a legally permissible
0: way. Now, surely, if you write a note saying I want to be, you know, eaten by
1: pigs, you're allowed to do that. No. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. I don't think so. I, th- I think you get. Um, I think sometimes when you have um, people who, for example, don't report the death of a relative or something, yeah, you like, get in like, trouble for that, but not yeah. not enough trouble. I always think. No. They don't get in enough trouble for that behaviour, I don't think. But, but I mean, surely you can't... I know it's, it's a disrespectful thing to do and it? it is a crime, but mm. you, it can't be as bad as doing something to someone who's still alive. <laughs> so it doesn't affect them as much. Oh, yeah, exactly. I've mean, i, I
0: I've said it before, I'd do, would do whatever you want with me when I die. Um, not you. Um, <laughs> no, I've already made no, a note of that. Uh, um, no. um, you know you it, when you say like half a lime? Um, you know like you ch- chop the top off a lime, right? Yeah. To access the juice within. Yeah. Um, and it falls on the floor. Like I've seen it a couple of times in the street, so just the top of a lime—you know, the little little nib, little nib of a of a, a lime—will yeah. be like on the floor. Yeah, so, I know what you mean. Where so are you going if with? It, if it, so if it was a bit more, if I was a bit more, if if, if if for the whimsically minded, you sort of think there's a whole lime sticking out of the cement. Like there's a lime in the cement. I know what you, mean. you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Imagine just someone's face just poking out. And just left to weather the elements. Do
1: you know what I think when
0: you ever say it stuff, becomes, when you, you it say something becomes stuff like
1: a skeleton. When you say, when you get like really weird flights of fancy like that, mm. and it happens regularly, right. the first thing I think, and I can't stop myself is it must have happened at some point. <laughs> because there's nothing, there's nothing new under the sun, right? Yeah. It must have happened at yeah. some point. Everything that, I'm not suggesting that like, obviously this podcast has happened before, because podcasts are a new thing, but like little situations that happen to human beings, mm. must have happened... To everyone, anything can happen to you. Must have happened to someone before. Well,
0: you know when they've done that thing where they scan the human body, where they've taken a, a donated body, hmm. frozen it in, in in water or some kind of um, solution, um, and then taken off thin strip, thin thin slices, like you know, my, microscopic slices, well, like Gunter
1: von Hagens does in his body world. A little bit, yeah, but
0: yeah. like slice, 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 and scanned taking a picture of every slice i do that with the brain so you can, I, yeah do, so you can do so you can do a wonderful yeah. kind of little cross-section of i mean you can do it like obviously with um with uh, like uh, telemetry or something. what's that thing like um, kind of mm. ultrasound you can do it, do yeah. it? now with ultrasound. but like slice slice, slice 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 to get a cross-section of how the body sort of fits together it's this wonderful kind of like oozing kind of animation almost mm. like looks like a fractal mm. um so yeah just half the head <laughs> take my head off take like a good diagonal kind of cross section, like freeze it and then take a good diagonal cross section and then put that diagonal cross section on a paving slab. Mm. And then just, and then people will be like, how's that happened? This is like. That a, man's come from another dimension, like this, a portal or something.
1: This is like a radio phone that Alan Partridge literally did on one of his shows. <laughs> that guy emails in. What or, more do you want? That guy rings in and says he'd like to be buried in a satin lion's coffin with a pair of page three stunners. <laughs> They're still alive, he says. And then he goes, Oh, oh I'll, no. I'll, I'll, I'm not going to finish that bit. Uh, yeah. That's, that's, so you, you'd like to be disposed by having like slices of your body
0: yeah. displayed. Just in different parts of London. Do you reckon there's th- Just an arm be hanging out of a, of, a, of a bit of trellis. That's, there's Donny. There's Bed Donnie. Donnie. Uh, you know, Because so- around uh, Soho, you can find the noses, can't you? There's like noses on the wall. Yes. It's the Soho noses. Just bits
1: of me, just hanging out. It's what you would have wanted. <laughs> it's where you would've spent would've most wanted. of your time. Exactly. But you know, um, where clearly to go into that part, that kind of part of science, or that part of medical research.
0: Freezing shit and slicing
1: it. Yeah, you probably got me a bit weird, right? So do you reckon <laughs> when the guy who passed down the news that um, to the guys... Mm. The, um, the association of people I don't know what they're called but the association of people that slice up bodies after they're dead it's called <laughs> it that the Freezy Slicers <laughs> yeah, the,
0: like the piggy blinders fr- the, Freezy the Freezy Slicers, Slicers Association mm.
1: the FSA yeah um the big, the big swinger comes down and yes. says, "Good news, everyone! Yeah, it's brilliant because um, bought a bigger freezer! We don't have to desecrate anyone's body anymore because we can all do it now on computers." Mm. Do you reckon like, all three hundred of the Freezy slices just looked at each other and went, oh, "Fuck, gutted!" Oh, three hundred of them! How many there are? Gutted,
2: absolutely <laughs> gutted.
1: <laughs> but it's a bit rich because they've done all the gutting. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to, you have to, oh, I'd have to perform it myself now. <laughs> They'll cut themselves. Have yeah. you seen the? Have you started watching the new series of Inside Number Nine?
0: No, I haven't, no. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen, I think I've seen two episodes of Inside Number Nine and everyone says it's brilliant and I never watch it. It is
1: good. Know. The most recent series, I don't think it's been the strongest so far or anything, but it's still very, very watchable. And um, the uh, the second episode of the series that's on at the moment mm. takes takes into account things like disposing of bodies and all that uh, kind okay. of stuff. Yeah.
0: There's was, there was a lovely documentary about a man who was accused of murder on Netflix and he um, gets off in... A small part Due to the fact that Curb and Enthusiasm Happened I saw to be it. filming Do you watch it? have seen it yeah It's good innit It's really good It just yeah. comes out of nowhere really Larry Day was just there And it's like
1: The fuck? Do you know what I like about it? One episode 40 minutes No mucking about Done.
0: it yeah. Done Done innit Yeah Really simple Really cheap Just facials yeah. uh, Facial shots um, So to speak
1: <laughs> yeah, this is a weird. Where with it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and and archive footage from the Kirby enthusiasm
1: um, uh, rushes, and then done. Right. Forty minutes, three bang, years ago, that would have been ten episodes
0: that. I know, I know. And you
1: only would have found out about Larry in about episode nine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> crazy. it's very good. Um, we should be doing a couple of other emails, because yeah, we're, we're kind right. of running out of time. Do one so from Terry Miles. I would love one from Terry.
0: Evening in my parents' garden in Kent, I found a large amount of cattle bones in one place. All right. Mm. And a shopping basket full of empty packets of foodstuffs from the 70s. I guess it was from the 70s. I didn't recognise any of it, and this happened in the
1: 80s. So there we go. Listen to... Oh, you should watch the new, new series of True Detective now. No one knew um, who did it. Terry is, sounds like he's about our age. Yeah. Maybe, a, maybe a bit older. Mm. Is Are there people now being born called Terry? Um, Have you, when was the last time you met a friend who had a baby and Terry, said... Baby Terry. Terry. There's no... You know, there's no... Tessa. Terry. No No one's calling their baby Terrence. No. Thierry. Thierry probably. Get in touch. Hello at LukeandPeacher.com. Do you know a Terry younger than 15? With the youngest Terry, Nigel, Mm. Colin, or John that you know. Male Terry, not
0: female Terry. We're not having
1: that. Not T-E-R-R-I. No, Mm -hmm. absolutely not. Um, Good to know that cattle bones are being found. In um in Kent. Mm. And we also have a email here from uh, Mark. Who hi says, Mark. He says um oh, oh hi Mark. Did I I might have read this last week, I don't think I did. This is a follow up to Sam's scrambled eggs technique. Do you want to tell us your do you want to avail us of your scrambled eggs technique before I do it? Uh, p-
0: um butter, salt, um do I put a splash of milk in there? I think I put a splash of milk in there. Never put milk in there. Or oh, cream? If I got a bit of creme fraiche, does I mean maybe a bit of that? Yeah, just so something, something to give it a bit of. Big Gordon Ramsay. Big bit Gordon
1: Ramsay puts creme fraiche at the end to stop mm. it keep to stop it cooking mm. to cool it down. He was on Hot Ones. Have you seen his episode of Hot Ones?
0: I, I, everyone seems to be talking about his episode of Hot Ones. It's good. When uh, it it came out like a year ago because he it's nah, good. But it he's, came out last month, I think. Nah, it didn't. I saw it like a year ago. He, he drinks loads of fucking Pepto Bismol, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that no, was, that came seen. out years ago, but he just like, got, but he just constantly gone
1: burr, burr, Have you still burr, burr. got that? Have you still got that Google news alert for Pepto Bismol? <laughs> you saw it. Uh, <laughs> Is that how you saw it. Um, anyway, uh, he talks. He does scrambled eggs in it, and he and he does, does a bit of creme fraiche in it. Anyway, mm-hmm. Mark has been in touch, um, and he says uh, I was listening to the show when Sam was guest appearing, and I almost got triggered at the section on scrambled eggs. I'm 31, well, married with kids secure job etc and by far in the things I thought I had down in life so far was scrambled eggs mm. when two jokers then proceeded to tell me I've been ruining them by over scrambling them yeah. it was met by a hearty snort of derision not being one to shy away from trying a new experience is I've just had my morning eggs and I thought I'd try the folding method I started with Sam's first stage winner of three eggs to one slice of toast ratio whisked the, e- whisked the eggs in a mug butter in the pan And started to gently fold. One word, gentlemen. Converted. Yay! The eggs tasted better. Looked better. The texture was better. It was an absolute revelation. It just goes to show that every day is a school day. Love the show keep up the good work p s if this gets read out this will be my third email read out on the show my brother has emailed in a few times and not had a single shout out if this <laughs> makes the cut if you wouldn't mind a note of mark three James zero that would go a long way into to rub it a little to that would go a long way to rubbing it in a little more mm. um it's butter time baby yeah I, I would never put milk in there I just wouldn't just just a, just a splash to give it a like
0: full fat creamy just simply give it a cream creamy Dead, cream that Deadens a
1: flavor in my my view deadens the flavor and, and apparently big Gordon only um only put salt in at the end because he says mm. the salt dry- can can make the eggs. Makes kind the of, protein, yeah, probably, uh, makes the protein harden. There we go. I
0: would say. Yeah, good good news.
1: Yeah, good news all round. All, all right, right, Peter, that's probably about enough time. Welcome back. It's been great to have you back. Um Sorry. people will hear from you again on Thursday. People I, did, can...
0: I did have an email waiting um, about chlamydia, but I've got to read that one out. Well something you know, to look forward. to, isn't, isn't, it? Forward to, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Well listen, <laughs> chlamydia is always something to look forward to, and we'll almost <laughs> certainly do it on Thursday hello at lukeandpeach.com to get in touch we'll see you some more homework on Thursday as well and we'll look forward to speaking to you then have a great week
0: bye bye